0: The Bellarmine Forum presents Footnote Catholic Insights from the Culture Wars Here's your host, Christopher Mannion. It's widely known today that children fare much better in homeschooling environments than they do in government schools. That's why the government is fighting back. A while ago, Footnote pointed out how the Obama administration wants to reform higher education to meet Obama's standards. And our last footnote described how the so-called Common Core standards endorsed by Obama's Radical Education Department are little more than thinly disguised propaganda designed to make students docile wars of the benevolent state. The controversy over these common core standards has brought to light a dimension of homeschooling that is rarely discussed. Let's look at it. Homeschoolers pay for everything themselves. They are self-reliant. They realize the connection between hard work and success. The homeschool itself is a symbol of that relationship. In government schools, the pupil was exposed to an environment in which the government supplies everything whether the family of the pupil likes it or not. Of course, that doesn't mean the government pays for everything. That's the taxpayer, of course, who was very rarely mentioned in public schools, and even more rarely is he thanked. The public school student sits in classrooms paid for by the taxpayer, with teachers also paid by the taxpayer, and uses textbooks, computers, and lab equipment paid for by the taxpayer. His meals are subsidized by the taxpayer, as are his guidance counselors, tutors, and, where required, foreign language translators or interpreters. The public school student plays sports with coaches paid by the taxpayer, in stadiums, pools, gymnasiums, and athletic fields paid for by the taxpayer. The public school student plays musical instruments with teachers supplied and paid for by the taxpayer. The public school student appears in plays with drama teachers supplied and paid for by the taxpayer. The public school student is picked up by a yellow bus, paid for by the taxpayer, that runs on gas, paid for by the taxpayer, and is driven by a trained professional driver, paid by the taxpayer. Of course... The public school student must also walk through metal detectors, use bathrooms that are equipped with video cameras, and be subjected to random, drug-sniffing dogs who check out his backpack. He will be forced to attend sex education classes taught by Planned Parenthood and, quote, anti-bullying sessions taught by gay and lesbian activists. Federal food inspectors will go through every lunch he brings from home. But... What should he expect? After all, everything he gets is free, isn't it? Isn't that worth a little intimidation and inconvenience? Now, Aristotle said that education, paideia, was largely a task of acquiring the right habits, ethicae, the Greek root of what we today called ethics. Now, what habits has the government school child learned? The government will supply everything he needs and someone else will pay for it now consider the homeschool child his teacher is unpaid but his parents have to pay for the government school expenses we've already discussed for everybody else's children the homeschooling family purchases all of its own textbooks and supplies with its own after-tax money the homeschool family pays for the children's athletic coaches music teachers transportation and, of course, the classroom, furniture, equipment, and all the heating and cooling and maintenance they require. The homeschooling family saves the government an average of $10,000 a year for each homeschooled child that the government does not have to educate. Is the government grateful? No. In fact, the bipartisan party of government hates homeschoolers. Why? Let's look at the habits learned by the homeschooler. The Homeschool Child learns early in life the value of hard work, his own as well as that of his parents. The Homeschooled child learns that hard work bears fruit, that parental love is more important than any government that education and freedom go together, and that it is possible and usually much better to choose your own way and pay for it with your own money than to let the government do it for you by taking the money away from someone else. That's why you can't read the Ten Commandments in public schools. The government, not God, is their authority, and the government hates competition. Public schools in America were founded by Protestants who wanted to inculcate what they called civic virtue in the population and their idea of virtue was all too often a virulent version of anti-Catholicism. Today's public schools have been taken over by government unions. Their lawyers admit that those unions are for the teachers, not for the children. After all, they laugh, the children don't pay union dues, the teachers do. The first priority in government schools is, naturally, the government. So for children in public schools, there is no employee whose first priority is the child and her education. The first and lasting priority of the homeschool is the home and the family and the children and, of course, God. And that's why the government doesn't like homeschooling. This is Christopher Mannion. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Footnote, Catholic insights from the culture wars. Footnote is brought to you by the Bellarmine Forum. Copyright the Bellarmine Forum. All rights reserved.